You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Don't take the bait. Amen. Don't take the bait. And what we make a reference to, uh, we're talking about watching out for people that will try to lure you in order to trap you. Uh, watch out for individuals who try to lure you in order to trap you. And just let me say this, um, as believers, those of us who are name of the name of Jesus, um, when we love each other, uh, that ministers to the world. So when they see us, how do we know that they are believers? By the love that they have for one another. And if there is ever a place where we are, or if there's ever a place where we should experience unselfish love, it should be. You would think we can find it in the place where God dwells or in the house of God. And I want to say that for a reason because Satan, Satan doesn't like unity. Satan hates unity and he hates it. And I submit to you, the scripture says that when, when, when we walk unified, that causes the blessing. Certain things happen when we work together, when we march to the beat of the same drum. So we have to be very, will you, I want you to write this down. I have to be very discerning as a believer. And it's when I'm not discerning that I'm often, that, that I often fall prey to the enemy's devices. Mm. There are certain women, there are certain men who are out to lure you in order to trap you. I'm not talking about that today. I'm just I'm just sharing with this offense and vice versa. Men, there are women who are out to lure you in order to trap you or cause offense, literally. But as it, it, it then too believes there are other believers who are out to get you out of your spot. <laughs> ah. Then, too, uh, uh, sometimes we entertain the wrong thoughts. Now we are offended based upon an assumption. So, so I want to encourage you, don't take the bait. So that means my spiritual discernment perceptors have to always be on. Huh. That's why it's good to, to have a relationship with Holy Spirit. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Spending time in his presence. Why? Because he would show you things. He would reveal things to you. Are y'all here? But, but as a body, Satan's job is to cause division. He would like nothing more than for the vision to die. Cause a separation. So if I'm not discerning, and, 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 I, and, I'm, and, and we, I'm going to show you something here. Um, well, let's read this first. Are you ready? Let's, uh, let's read. Therefore, I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. Now, hold on. So, so one of the things Paul's doing here at Ephesus is strengthening the believers or exhorting the believers in how to walk. In this particular passage, he's talking about walking in unity. So when you do an overview of this particular epistle, he's encouraging believers how to live and how to demonstrate unity among those who are following or followers of Jesus. Okay? 
and can I say this? The word works if we just do it. Notice we've been talking about being stubborn, uh, being dull of hearing. And that how do, how do I become dull of hearing? When I hear the word, but there's never a response. Okay? Always be humble and gentle. Be Come on, everyone reading. Be patient with each other. Now, I, I, want, I wanted to read this because um, I'm going somewhere. Uh, so we want to always be what? Humble, walk in humility. So you can't do that if you make everything about self. See, we have to die to flesh. <laughs> You're not going to always be number one. I, well, uh, of course, if you're married now, you know, you know, of course. Of course. Well, even if that was God's first, see, that's a whole number. But you know what I'm saying. So everything may not, well, let me say this way. Everything may not always go the way you think it should go. Huh. You may not always be the one who bakes the cookies. Because as things grow and as the ministry grows, it, as you grow, it demands change. And sometimes we don't go with the current because we're not discerning of what the Lord is doing. Growth demands change. Or yes, it demands change. You inherit millions of dollars. That's going to demand change. I have to bank differently now. I may move uptown now. And when I move uptown, I can't live like I'm still downtown. But boy, y'all, always be humble and gentle. See, circle this one. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. In other words, I love you so much. So when you're not perfect as I think you ought to be, there's a grace for you. I love you with the love of Jesus, in other words. And I'm not going to be dogmatic and judgmental if you miss it. Why? Because I have made allowance for your faults. Boy. In other words, this is realizing that we're all our work in progress. And, and if we understood that, we would respond differently when it comes to certain things. Boy, let, let's keep reading. Make every effort. Make every effort. Make everyone reading. Make every effort. Make every effort. Do everything you possibly can. To keep yourselves what? United? Ask yourself, am I doing everything I can? That means being committed to God, to where he has called me, to each other. And see, we don't realize that, 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 that it, when I leave you hanging, that affects the whole performance of the body. Mm. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit, binding yourselves together with what? Peace, okay? Now, let's move on. I just wanted to show that because the, the, Satan's job is to create division. And what a church messes up sometimes, we're looking for a, you're not going to find a perfect church. Why? Because we're all are a work in progress. But for there is for there's one body and one spirit, just, come on, just as you have been called to what? The glorious hope for the future. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism. So, so we are one body. So when Satan tries to create division, division, you have to remember, no, we are one body. Luke 17, 1 through 3. I need you guys to give me a couple extra minutes. Listen, don't take the bait. <laughs> it's about being unified. It's about working together. Man, can I show you something? Very 
familiar passage. I can deal with this with my eyes closed. I'm an offense expert. And I never get offended. Thank you, daughter. And there are things that may disappoint me or things that may, you know, cause concern, but I never get offended. One, because it's a choice. And two, I understand the dangers of being offended. And Satan makes a fool out of you when you take the bait. Are you here? This is ridiculous. Now, I'm going to piggyback back and forth off the message we learned last, what we've been teaching on. You remember Hebrews, we seen where Apostle said, listen, there are things I want to show you, but I can't get to you because you have become stubborn. You, you, I need to go back to the elementary things with you. Are you here? And see, here's the thing. When you are offended, what you see is never what you see, and what you hear is never what you hear. Why? Because my perception is flawed, and when the eye is bad, the whole, notice the whole body, that means your ears are off. Your perception is off. My discerning is off. The whole body is full of darkness. There, come, there should come a point in our lives as Christians where we just wake up one day and say, I'm going to be serious about this. I, since I'm naming the name of Jesus, I'm going to attempt today to walk in love. I'm going to attempt today to live as he would have me to live. I, I'm just going to try to see how it is one time. You know, just take the idea. I'm going to take it one day at a time. And if I could walk right, if I could do it Monday, I can do it Tuesday. If I can do it Tuesday, I can do it Wednesday. If I could do it Wednesday. Come on. Then he said, let's read. Then he said to the disciples, it is impossible. It is impossible. It is impossible. No offense to come. But, whoa. Okay, now, first note, understand this. The opportunity to be offended, to be trapped, it's not leaving. It's going to be here. Just like germs, they're not going anywhere. Okay? The opportunity to be offended is not leaving. Okay? So that means any little thing can be used as an occasion to trip you up, to cause you to stumble. And if I'm not discerning, I'm more likely to stumble. Okay? It would be better for him if a milestone, millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea, then that he should offend one of these little ones. Take heed, circle this, take heed to yourselves. Take heed to yourselves. Do you see this? Take heed to yourselves. What? If your brother sins against you, you rebuke him. And if he repents, what? Forgive him. Notice Jesus said, take heed to yourselves. Let, let, let me insert this here. Write this down. When it comes to offense, you don't want to be the one causing the stumble, nor do you want to be the one... <laughs> receiving so I don't, I don't want to cause it nor do I want to grab hold of it ah. that's why it says take heed to yourself are you here right to, it, I, I, uh, I've talked this many times years uh, uh, as far as the offense but different degrees and uh, adding information to it but we know the offense is Greek word what scandal and it means a stumbling block a snare a cause for error, huh. an entrapment. It, it, then, too, I want, this is another part I want you to write down. It's how someone is caught, listen to this, by their own devices, like their personal biases and carnal thinking. And sometimes we're offended because of my personal biases and my carnal thinking. I'm offended because my biases. I think he should do it. I think she should be the one. I feel like, and we make it about, 
And from that word scandal, and we get the English word scandalize or scandal. Uh, and, 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 and that's why people who are offended, they, they, they're scandalous. They, they slander. They're very slanderous. You ever had a friend? Y'all were tight. You know, told you those deep things, secrets. But just as soon as y'all got mad, you telling, yeah, yeah. And, and, and last week, let me, let me tell you what else, girl, you wouldn't believe how. See, you, you become scandalous. Girl, I never tell anybody. This is between me and you. Matter of fact, we can do a blood covenant. But just as soon as you get offended, you become slanderous. The same, same way they did Jesus. Hosanna, Hosanna. Then one moment, crucify, crucify. Will you say to someone, don't take the bait. Don't go for it. Don't take the bait. Notice verse 3. Now, now metaphorically, that word it, 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 it gives the connotation of anyone by which you are drawn into error or sin, to be entrapped. Notice Jesus says, take heed to yourselves. And we learned that, that word take heed, it, it simply means to give full attention to and stay on course. Like we were talking about last week, give full attention to my word, and that will keep you on course. So by me taking heed is what actually keeps me on course, boy. So when I don't take heed or do as he has instructed, that's how I get off course. So if I'm off course, rest assured, somewhere you have failed to take heed. Uh, Notice something that Jesus says. He says, it's impossible that no offenses, plural, shall come. It's impossible. The opportunity to be offended is not going anywhere. Okay, now check this out. Most often times, people who are offended... (laughs) are often offended at a bunch of little stuff that turn into big stuff. Notice, offense says. That's why when I don't deal with it in its inception, it turns into offense says. From angerness to bitterness to hatred to the spirit of murder to the spirit of envy, jealousy. So it's one little thing that often turns, well, it's a bunch of little things, Sister Moore, that turns into something huge, colossal. <laughs> That's why when you sit down and talk to yeah, and, and, and the other, and, and this happened, and that, see, that's a whole bunch of little things. And you're like, well, doggone, really? Yeah, and, and, and back in uh, 1962, uh, <laughs> this is serious be, be, because. When I, let, let, me, let, let me show you why. Because, man, listen, stop allowing, let me encourage you as a father, stop allowing little things to turn into big things. Man, look, it's nothing more than a trick of the enemy. Stop putting, stop adding your personal biases and carnal thinking to every little situation that happens. Notice, I have to stop putting my little two cents in. Let me discern this thing by the Spirit. Notice the Scripture says, test the spirits whether they be of God. Not test the Spirit by the Spirit. That's not what it's not. That ain't what it, that, that, I know some of y'all, want, you almost tried to help me out. Test the Spirit by the Spirit. That's not what it says. It said, test the Spirit whether it be of God. See, leave that carnality out of it. But in, in, when I was meditating on this, the Lord said, now, I want, I want you, because I, I thought he was taking me somewhere else. And he said, now, hold up, bro. 
Well, he didn't say, bro, son. That's how he said, son. Hold up, son. Hold up, son. I stand corrected, son. Because that's, that's, we have that relationship. Yeah. <laughs> that's me and God. Yeah. We, we don't, oh, father, how high. Is that how you talk to, to your natural father? Get to know your father. Yeah, you reverence and you honor him, but you can, you can come boldly to the throne. We call him Abba Father, Daddy God. How you doing today, God? How you doing, Dad? I love you, man. There's some ones I like, Lord, you have a great day. That's how I talk. I don't get up. You know, no, I, I, we, dad, dad, that's how we talk. See, some offended at that. You ain't the See, you can have him. He, he got more. He got some for you. Just like in a natural, just because I'm intentional about hanging out with dad, don't be mad because he give me a little stuff because I'm hanging out with him. You get to know him. He got some stuff for you too. He got a whole lot of stuff for you. He's been looking at me like, uh, he just, yeah, he your father too. Okay, now let's, let's get over that. Don't let that offend you. Don't let that bother you. <sighs> Romans 16, 17, 18, Amplified Version. Let me, man, I'm going to get this all to you today. And I'm not normally long-winded, but be long today. But you got to do I ain't seen you all week. I'm going to hem you up today. Hold you over for not. I keep hearing that. Stop allowing little things to turn into big things. Stop. Oh. And I'm going to. <clears throat> Notice I said Satan's job is to cause division. Satan hates unity because it shows oneness. Father, let them be one just as you and I are one. Satan hates when you and your spouse are getting along. He don't like that. Oh, wait, they, they've been too nice to each other. Do something stupid. And there you go. Okay. I don't like the greens today. Well, why did you say that? It was any little thing. Last night, Pastor and I was uh, chilling in the bed with each other. Yeah, y'all do know spouses sleep together. Why y'all looking at <laughs> Pastor was in the bed with his wife. Yeah. Together in the bed. Same bed. Us two. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and now she was eating some popcorn okay <laughs> see she didn't know I was about to go here with this two things I almost tried to fit me last night and this morning now, let me tell you about the first one first <laughs> quit letting little things bother you <laughs> so I've just got to read my verses I didn't even say anything because I knew it was the devil you, you know, she was chewing the popcorn, but I, I was like, man, I was fighting, man. I was fighting. I said, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Don't do it. I was like, Gator, don't do it. Don't do it. Listen, look, look, watch this. Hey, so then I look over in the little box and see how much more she got. Like, man. I'm like, man. But it was nothing more than the chicken. I even turned the TV up a little bit. 
<laughs> but you know, my point is this. He could use any little thing. But see, I wasn't ignorant of his devices. I, I know what you're trying to do. So guess what? As soon as I checked him, I guess it, 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 it was almost like Charlie Brown teaching walk, 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 walk. But see, something little could have turned into something big. Because I think that she had to. It, it wasn't like, I mean, I look at it, she was just reading a little book like, and I'm thinking, well, she's not doing it on purpose. At least I don't think she is. She just. But she didn't even know. Because I was discerning. This is nothing. Then this morning, every Sunday we're on the wedding service, somebody prays over the service. So Tia, Tia all of kids are good prayers. So Tia was praying this morning. Awesome prayer. Then she got to one point and said, you know, Lord, and I pray that if mama has a word for somebody, that, you know, she'll give them the word. And I'm thinking, what if I got a word? How come she ain't say me? Here the devil almost trying to get me again. I'm thinking, how dare, what if, what, what? I, you don't see me? I don't have a word? See, then the law is like, no, hey, be humble. See, when you know who you are, if you got a word, I ain't. But when I make it about me, how come you ain't saying me? Don't you see I'm up there preaching every week? The Lord speak to me too. But see, those are little things. But see, if we're not discerning, we'll just fly off the handle and don't wreck the whole day over your personal biases and carnal thinking. It ain't about me. Whoever got a word. Let them, Lord, whoever got a word, let it come. It don't have to be me. It could be a donkey. I don't care as long as they get what they need. But see, when you make it about us, and see some of you who are ministers and servers, you know, take note. How come I can't pray today? How come I can't grieve? No, don't make it about you. We just want the will of the Lord to be done. Whoever can do it and make it, hey, just look, just so the anointing is flowing. Yeah. So, so we have to know the Satan to do anything to create the vision. But you, you see, you have to see, you have to chalk that thing up right there and there. This ain't about me. Your mama got a word. You know how the enemy do? What about you? How dare she not include you? You know how you try to do, try to work you up. Then you get to move and shift and arms while you're driving. <laughs> but you know that 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 with that that with in one ear and not the other. Cause I'm like, man, it ain't about me. I don't what the, see see, now that's prideful. I mean, he ain't saying my name. Don't be prideful. We just read that. But, but I want to show you something. Let's read this. Uh, again, dealing with unity. Satan's job is what? To create division. I urge, let's read. I urge you, brothers and sisters, to keep your eyes on those who cause dissensions and create. That, that's the stumbling. Offenses, obstacles are what? Introduce temptations for others to commit sin, acting in ways contrary to the doctrine which you have learned. Turn away from them. 
for such people do not serve our Lord Christ. But listen to this. But their own appetites and base desires. Even watch this. You, you mean tell me you're my friend and you're trying to trap me? You're not my friend at all. Because if you were really my friend, you wouldn't even come to me with that because you know that this could cause me to get off course. Boy, y'all missed that. So if I'm really your friend, Crystal, if I'm hurt, I, I, I'm not going to say something to cause you to hurt as well. Wow. And oftentimes in the church, the body of Christ, that's how people mess up. I, 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 now I'm projecting all my personal biases, carnal thinking onto you, and, and it never ceases to amaze me. You, you bounce back. No, no, we're not really. Sometimes. But the other one, okay, y'all looking at me like, I know the Lord speaking. I know the Lord speaking. Notice people who create divisions, McCain says, they're serving their own appetite and low down desires. It ain't even about, here's what they're saying. I don't care about you. I just need you to, to help create some stuff. Did y'all hear this? Now, I done sat and ate dinner with you. Like David said, man, it had not it been somebody who slept in my house. Had not it been somebody I done sowed seed on and, and took here and took there. Had it been anybody else, it wouldn't been so bad. But it's the one that's done slept in my house. I thought you were my friend. I thought you were my brother. If you love me, don't involve me in that foolishness. Why would you hurt me like that? You know, I love the Lord. Like, boy, y'all, you see how I've served pastor. You see how I've served the minister. You see it. You know I love the Lord. Why would you do that to me if you are my brother? What's this? See, I don't care about that. I just need you to help create, to, to cause some, to move some stuff, separate some stuff. Now, this this your homeboy. Done sat and bought your meal every time we did dinner. Every time you need a car note, house note, whatever, I've been there for you. And you want to, you ain't my friend. You know I ain't know anything about this church stuff, man. You, you know I, I'm new to this, and here you're going to do me like that? Why would you do me? By smooth and flattering speech, they, they deceive the hearts of the un... Do y'all see the suspecting, the innocent, and the naive? We mind it. See, see, that's the thing. Because we're so close... I'm naive in the sense that she's not gonna do anything to hurt me. That's my that's my girl. Now you're being naive. But when you discern it, you pick up stuff. Oh, she, she don't sound like herself. Yeah, he 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 not sounding right. Just like your, you know when your body's off, wait, hold up. That I, I know him. He's not he he doesn't normally act that way. Something's see, that's when I need to now start, Lord, what is it? Holy Spirit, reveal it to me. What's going on? Okay. Boy. So when you see it, it had nothing to do with. Okay. Uh, 
real quick, let me give you some of the causes of offense. People who are overly sensitive. People who rush to judgment. Here's one of the biggest ones. Assumption. They assume. And you know when you assume, you make a mess out of things. Hey, too much emphasis on self. Not keeping watch over the spirit. Now, hold on. Let me, let me show you something. This is why we need to. Notice we said it's a bunch of little things to turn into big things. And, and a lot of people don't even know it. But you're about to be spiritually diagnosed. And the Lord's like, what's happening? A lot of people. Here's what happens when we don't deal with this thing. You become angry. See, there are a lot of people who are angry. Yeah, angry. What are you angry about? What are you upset for? What's wrong? Are you here? And I'm going to show you. You here? Anger is often called a secondary emotion because we tend to resort to anger in order to protect ourselves. Are you here? In order to protect ourselves from or cover up other vulnerable feelings. So anger is a secondary emotion. It's a response to have I perceived whatever. A primary feeling is what is felt immediately before we get angry. See, like the two examples I got, those were primary feelings. And, it's, and see, and it's, it's in that point where I need to discern this thing right or else this thing can turn into anger. That's what the scripture says, be angry but sin not. Or don't allow your anger to cause you to sin. That's what it literally means. You hear? So, how I feel at the moment, that's when you really need to deal with it. So you need to ask yourself, am I being carnal? Am I, am I being prideful? Have I made this about me? Look at the whole paradigm. Paradigms are the way we view things. We see, see the world, see ourselves, the way we see things. And a paradigm shift is when our perception of those things changes. So what helps a lot is let, let me look at the whole paradigm. Like last night. She's not doing this on purpose. She's just trying to enjoy her book. I mean, she is eating popcorn. Do you think it's going to be like eating applesauce? No. Well, leave it alone. See, and that changed the whole paradigm. But if I'm like, there she go. Now she know I'm trying to read, too. And it, it, See, now it turns into anger. Boy. And so here's the thing. We almost always feel something First, before we get angry. Well, but, but that's why you can't be overly emotional. Highly sensitive. Oh, they talking about me. They making it about. No, we, oh, come on. This is good. So here's what we do, Sister Moore. We check our primary feelings first. Another way of saying primary feeling, when you say that, that, that made me feel some kind of way. You ever heard people say that? That made me feel some kind of way. That's the primary you need to deal with that. Or I feel some kind of way. Go, go deal with it then. Because if not, it's going to turn into something that perhaps could be harmful to your health. Notice one of the definitions of offenses is that we can be caught by our own carnal thinking or personal biases. Seeing this thing through the wrong set of eyes. Can I show you something? James 1, 19, 20. You here? Can I have an extra? Yeah. I have to get this to you today. 
Because you, you, you've been angry too long. You in general. You in general. Not you. I didn't say, if I didn't say your name, don't say, well, dog. Huh? See, don't get offended at that. I didn't say your name, John. I ain't say your name. Did I? Huh? See, see, let me say this. A lot of people, uh, these bodies and stuff breaking down, it's, it's not hereditary. It's not uh, in your genes. It's not, it's not family line. It's, it's, it, for a lot of people, it's harboring offenses. It's holding on to stuff. By choice, refusing to let go, nursing the yesteryear. In some, now understand, I'm saying this. That's why you go and they, you get diagnosed, and they say this, and they say take this, and they say take, and they treat everything but your heart, your spiritual heart. So you take pop this, and you're popping that, and you're taking it, and nothing's working because they've treated everything but your heart the doctor never asked how many has ever been to the doctor and he said listen are you offended because we've we've had you on this we've had you on that we've taken this you've done that but you're yet not you're progressively getting worse you need to check your heart In some cases, and I don't mean here and now. Now, if you've been on some stuff, don't be like that. But you know what I'm saying. If, if nothing's working, James 1 19 20. Ready? Let's read. Understand this, my beloved brothers and sisters. Let everyone be what? Quick to hear. So, so, so quick to hear. Be careful, thoughtful. Be a careful, thoughtful listener. Okay? So, so, so be careful, thoughtful. I know her. I know she ain't mean. Then let's stop this. Let, let, please, let's just stop this. Be at work, church, home, wherever. Stop having to be told something a million times. Then when you get rebuked for it, all hell break out. But see, all you get is he ain't have to do me like that. But you don't say he told me 15 million times. He gave me warning after warning. She gave me chance after chance after chance. The boss done told you if you laid again, he done, he done gave you 50 million times. So when he fired you, he ain't to see. They prejudice. <laughs> they prejudice. <laughs> Slow to speak. A sp- watch this. A speaker of what? Carefully chosen words. And slow to anger. Wait, hold on. What do you mean slow to anger? So I thought that I dealt with that primary feeling. You hear patient, reflective. Please take note of these things. Have you been reflective? That's looking at the whole. Let me look at this whole, this whole paradigm. Let me put myself in her shoes for a moment. See, we don't do. See, when we make it about us, it's automatically you were wrong and I'm right. No, hold on. Let me put myself in his shoes. How, how would I, I mean, he did give me, you know, he did tell me, you know, he did, you know, he done gave me multiple reflective and forgiving. That's what a lot of people, forgiving. For the resentful, all oh, deep-seated anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God, that standard of behavior which he requires from us. See, when I'm angry, I'm, I'm not producing the proper behavior that's 
befitting for a believer. And the biggest thing is we deceive ourselves. We think we are. Remember this about anger. Anger gives place to the devil. When you, when you, live in ang- when you don't deal with this anger, it, it gives place to the devil. It grieves Holy Spirit. And it affects your health in an adverse way. Ephesians 4, 26. Y'all good? All the angry people raise their hands. Just, you see, I, I see. Now, first of all, we got to learn how to tell the truth. I tell the truth. I ain't angry. I ain't angry. Darn it. <laughs> I said, I ain't angry. Oh, what's wrong? Nothing. Be angry. Uh, God's word. Listen to this. Be angry without sinning. There's probably only one type of anger that not that's good, but good in the sense of it, we're talking about a righteous indignation. I'll give you an example of that in a minute. Be angry without sinning. Watch this. Don't go to bed angry. Why? Because if you do, you give place to the devil. You can, See, when I carry this thing, I give Satan the opportunity to go to work. So you don't went from being mad to boiling. I'm livid. I'm livid, pastor. I'm hotter than hot. The lake of fire has nothing on me. I'm blazing. Satan is asking me for heat. I mean, they, they that hot. <laughs> they that hot. <laughs> Don't allow anger to cause you to sin. Anger gives place to the devil, right? We just see that. Okay. Ephesians 4.30, New Living Translation. Listen to this. And do not bring sorrow or grief, grievous or grief to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Do, oh, do y'all see this? Remember, he has what? Identified you as his own. Guarantee that you would be saved on the day of redemption or sealed. That's another message, man. Once you receive Jesus, man, your life is sealed. Now I should live in such a way that reflects I belong to him. And when I don't, it grieves him, causes sorrow. Because that's not how you were taught. You know that's not how I love. And you should be a reflection of me in the earth. You know why most people don't? Because we make it bad. I ain't like, no, you don't know. You don't know how I felt. <laughs> how you think Jesus felt? How you think he felt? Spitting on him, beating him, ridiculed. Listen, we haven't experienced anything even close to what <laughs> you don't know how it felt. Shoot. Then they start saying stupid. I'm human. Yeah, you're a believer too. You're a child of God also. I'm just keeping it real. What does that mean? Why not keep this word? Okay, well, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Ecclesiastes 7 and 9, NET. We're going to deal with this anger situation. Listen, look, look y'all, look, look at this. Don't let yourself be quickly provoked. For anger, or, 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 or literally the bosom of fools. Do y'all see this? So when I read, notice, I just said there are a lot of believers walking around with various, now there's various degrees of anger and types of anger, but there are a lot of believers walking around with that, it's residing in their bosom. It, it, it resides in a lap of fools. The person who was highly sensitive. 
Every little thing bothers them. Nobody loves me. It's just me and you. Everybody else against us. Don't, don't do that to him. Don't do that to her. Just say how you feel. Boy, this is... Why? Because if I do you, now I'm causing you to go into error because the scripture says, do not strive with the man without a cause when he has done you no harm. So now you upset with me. I ain't into I, 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 what I do. Well, that's what she said. It's what he said. See, now you're creating division. Because if you were really my friend, I wouldn't bring this foolishness to you because I know it could cause you to get off course. And the Lord wants you to get over this, whoever this is. Amen. Ephesians 4, 31, 32. Now, notice we just read in Ephesians 4 that we, we don't want to grieve Holy Spirit. L look at this. Let, come on, all bitterness, wrath and anger, clamor. Look at it. Perpetual, and I told you, perpetual animosity. See, that's what happens when I don't get it all out. It, it, it's still there. Yeah, you acting all right, but we, it's still there. Because, see, and here's the thing. When you're offended, look, look, you don't even look like yourself. Your countenance changes when you, because it's weighing on your spiritual countenance as well as your physical countenance. You're not the same. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and perpetual animosity, resentment, strife, all fault finding. That's a person who's trying to create division. Fault finding. And, and let me say this. See, a real team player, they're not fault finding. They're, they're, they're seeking how can we make it better? What can I do to help? Not create the I don't know why. The, I don't know why. The, everybody that. See, see, now you're fault finding. Boy, that's, this is. Jesus says, man, you, you need to deal with that. It's all oh, slander. See, that, that's. All as a result of offense. Be put away from you along with what? Every kind of malice. All spitefulness, verbal abuse. Do y'all see this? Malevolence. Do y'all see this? Be kind and helpful. Y'all not even looking. What do you mean, malevolence? Ill will. Just, just spiteful, just for the fun of it. Be kind and helpful to one another. Tenderhearted, compassionate. Under, uh, are we understanding? It isn't even in relationships, right? Am I understanding? It's just flying off the handle. Be understanding. Hmm. Our job, we should foster unity, not create division. Yeah. I know we don't want to hear this. We, 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 I don't want to hear that, Rev. Tell me something. You know, I, I ain't come for that. Yes, you did. Because you're tired of being angry. Tired of waking up, blood pressure high, getting dizzy spells throughout the day, getting weak in the knees, and don't know if you're coming or going. You're on your way to work, and you, where I, where, where I, where, they say, where I be, where I'm at, I don't even know. GPS, tell me where I am. Siri, Siri. Watch this. Be kind and helpful to one another, tenderhearted, compassionate, understanding, forgiving one another. Watch this. Readily and freely. That's not omitting the okay, offense, but I forget. See, when, when I deal with it up front, that doesn't mean that there may not be a healing process. No, there's, yeah, there's a healing process. 
depending on the, the severity of the hurt. But, I, but I'm not going to hold this thing because it hurts me more than it hurts you. Are you here? Just as God in Christ also what? So here, what do we see? We need to get rid of that. We need to put that anger away from us. Colossians 3 and 8 amplified. Uh, you here? Uh, just a couple of y'all. You here? Is it there? Let's really read. But now, rid yourselves, rid yourselves completely of all these things. What? Anger, rage, malice, slander, and obscene, abusive, filthy, vulgar language from your mouth. Lord said, get rid of it completely. Why are you talking like that? Why would you do that? Let me close with this. Let me give you some types of anger. Number one, you have that passive anger or resistant anger. That's when something has really upset you, but you, you really haven't said anything out loud. You, you haven't you really acknowledged it yet. You just, yeah. That's that passive anger. But it often manifests itself as acrimony or you speaking bitter, bitter or now you're back to talk that crazy talk. I ain't saying nothing today, but tomorrow I called you with a whole bunch of stuff. Just to see, I, I let it. I had to let it marinate overnight. Marinate. <laughs> had to think about all the reasons why. See, that's foolishness. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Girl, where you can be in the morning about 8 o'clock? Be by the phone. I got something for you. Girl, tell me now. No, I can't tell you today. I need this thing to get deeper. I want to get deep down. I want it to really mess me up before I come to you with this. In essence, that's what they're saying. Then, then what gets me, if the doctor even act like cancer has manifested in your body, you're like, how soon can I get this out? Let's deal with this. And we'll let this, well, just let it marinate. Hold on, I ain't, I'm all right. No, you're not. It's just as dangerous, if not more, than cancer. There's volatile anger. Volatile anger. That's, you know, people who are prone to road rage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you may be experiencing volatile anger uh, in its more serious form, um, what they call inter intermittent explosive disorder. That's when you become uh, victims of domestic abuse. People throwing and breaking objects. People who have temper tantrums. See, that's that intermittent explosive disorder. You throwing things? See, I was behind someone leaving the filling station the other day. He was just, now the car was trying to go out, but the, the car in front of this car, the traffic was coming. They, they couldn't go anywhere. He just boom, boom, boom. He's blowing the horn. Boom, boom. He pulls around and swings all out and I almost got hit. I'm like, well, see, follow to anger. People with intermittent explosive disorder have episodes of aggressive, violent behavior. Angry, verbal outbursts. Watch this that are grossly out of proportion to the situation. I mean, they, they go way over the top, over look. I mean, wait a minute, all I did was spill some water on the floor. See, that's volatile because it's blown way out of proportion. See, that's, that's, which, is in, which is a sign we need, to, we need to go in there and scrape some stuff out because this is, this is not, this is totally out of proportion to what, you, what happened. Are you here? That intermittent explosive disorder, uh, people can shift into sudden or extreme bouts of anger that are out of character for them, almost like a seizure. 
That's, a, that, that, that's not, wait a minute, man, that's not you. You just went from, you're normally laid back, cool, docile. What, what happened? That volatile anger. You hear? It, now, I'm not just, it, not, I don't, you know, based upon the survey or the research, men usually are more prone to that volatile anger. It's, it's more prevalent in men. Not that you just have women too, but usually men are more, you know, leading the pack in that area. Stop storing stuff, bro. Don't, don't be abusive to your spouse. Chill out with the crazy outburst. And can I say this? There are warning signs up front. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't be naive. He was acting stupid when y'all was dating. You knew that. You just was too naive. You didn't want to see. You thought the Lord would change him. Well, wait until he changed. Because if he acting crazy now, he just giving you a taste of what's to come. And see, we don't see. Ooh, you ought to see how y'all looking at me. Ooh, you ought to see how you looking at me. Thank you. No verbal or physical. And, and this is another message. But sometimes, man, you have to say, you know, I can, I, I'm not going to allow myself to be subject to this type of abuse. I can love you from across the street, uptown, downtown, round town. God don't want us to be unwise. Then sometimes people, this going a whole other direction, need their space. You just need, let me let you, you just need, let, I'm going to, it's to our advantage that somebody's get out of here. It's to our advantage that somebody said, you know what, let, let, let me go over to uh, wherever. Okay, I, I, I'm just giving you these. Then there's chronic anger. That's when you hold on to it. You, you, don't want, you just, you, you, you mad. You, yeah, when that happened, about six months ago. What? Pat, 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 pastor, you, yeah, you, you offended me. And I wasn't going to come back. This is just an example. I wasn't going to come back, but the Lord. I'm like, well, sister, when did I offend you? Uh, about two years ago at the picnic. Two years ago at the picnic. Now, nobody's never done this, but this is just an example of that. Well, you, why you hold it? You mean tell me you have not been yourself for eight months? That's a good one. I was in the hospital for three days and nobody, you didn't even call me. I'm like, ain't no, why ain't you calling me? I'm, well, I'm kind of private. I'm just, I don't tell people my bit. Well, how do you think I, well, I, I, I just figured since you ain't see me. See, now, they say over time, chronic anger, because you hold it, it weakens your immune system and it causes, excuse me, it causes adverse health conditions, hypertension. Heart disease, no, and all the other types of and sorts of things. Then there's vengeful anger. Write this down. You can search it. Look it up. This is uh, if you if you are obsessed by someone you feel has wronged you. You probably have what's called vengeful anger. When you this type of anger takes a toll on both mental and physical health. You're sitting around entertaining abusive thoughts, and there's high levels of stress, again, affecting your body. 
Romans 12, 21 says this, says this, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Then there is hardened anger or petrified anger. This is when you feel stuck in your anger and have a very hard time forgiving and letting go when you feel you have been wrong. Notice I said forget. Did I say forgiving or forgetting? Forgiving. That petrified anger is, man, I no, I'm gonna hold this. You don't know. Uh-uh, that, that, that was wrong. He was wrong, Pastor. Pastor, she was wrong. That's how they come to me. She was wrong for that. I'm like, I'm listening, but you still let it go. This is when someone hangs on to a sense of hatred and bitterness. You're waiting for an apology, but the person who made the, the offense, watch this, doesn't care or don't even know that they offended you. They don't even know. So you waiting on an apology. I ain't know I did wrong. Oh, boy, this is. The key to overcoming petrified anger is to forgive. You notice we just read freely and quickly. See, you've got to realize that anger isn't go- it's not going anywhere when you choose to hold on to it. Even if you're no longer in touch with the person, you can choose to forgive them once and for all. And by doing so, you free yourself. See, forgiving don't mean... I got to subject myself continuously to the nonsense. It means I'm choosing to free myself. You can play this game by yourself. But I'm not playing. Two more. Incidental anger. This particular anger, you know, uh, it's not like bad like that, you know, or a terrible emotion. This type of anger helps us to sense that something is wrong. Incidental anger can be healthy whenever specific events and situations get addressed directly and quickly. So incidental anger is, you know, maybe somebody, you know, brushed me or said something. And, okay, wait, okay, okay, there's something going on here. But I deal with it then. Not let it linger because it could turn into another form of anger. So incidental anger is that anger when, okay, something's going on, something's up. But I, I address it appropriately. And healthy, then I, I don't. I do it in a healthy manner. I don't, and that means even when I come to whoever, I, I, I'm not coming like a wild bull trying to get out of a china shop, you know, just all over the place, just wrecking havoc. No, I I come to you in love, okay. And number seven, and I'm done with this. Then you have what's called empathetic anger or that righteous indignation. Another type of healthy anger when expressed appropriately. Empathetic anger occurs when you are angry on the behalf of the mistreatment, insult, or malice of someone else. That's been wrong for real, not somebody creating drama. Prime example, if you remember in John chapter 2, uh, there were people selling oxen, sheep, and doves in, in the temple of God. And, and Jesus, you know, he, he had a righteous indignation. Throwing over tables. You guys are not going to make this a house of commerce. See, that's a righteous type of indignation. Hmm. Last two verses. Another form of righteous indignation. You know, maybe somebody is, is you know, attacking your pastor, your, your church or somebody. And, and there's this, hold up, this, this, you know, you're wrong for that. They did nothing to you. Now, no, notice it's more of a coming to the rescue. Are you here? 
not acting you know, like somebody mistreat one of these. Like, hold on, man, that's wrong. We're gonna be in agreement that you get all, you get full restoration. That kind of okay. Yeah, are y'all all right? That anger unsettled in. How do I deal with all of these? Having the right response. Oh boy, that see y'all. You see, you just want something deep and wanting me to go in. Prime example. You, you, same thing. Like you go to the doctor, whatever, and he, you know, gives you your uh, diagnosis. Then he tell you the prognosis. Okay, this is what. Now you probably dealt with that three years, and it takes them fifteen minutes to patch you up. See, that's what I just. I just told you that the right response. Y'all looked at me like, there gotta be something more than that. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.